Congratulations! You're listening to a Radio One ninety one FM podcast. The one Radio One ninety one FM right now on the line from Fonganui. We're joined by Anthony Tonin Atamaria. Anthony. Kia ora, Jamie. Nice to speak to you. And you too. And you too. Right. Finally, leave love out of this. The tour begins in just four more sleeps, Anthony. You'll be playing your latest record with full band in front of an audience for the first time. Um, and you, you know you've been doing this right. Um, and I can only imagine uh, how it's been for you to have to postpone the shows the couple of times that you've had to. But how are you feeling being so close to hitting that stage? Um, I'm starting to get excited. It's been a bit of a storm of activity, um, but. It's it's going to be interesting to see. We've got um, our final rehearsals tonight and tomorrow night. Um, first rehearsal with a lighting engineer. Um, first rehearsal with all of our crazy lights and stuff that we're bringing along. Um, so there's been a lot, to, <laughs> a lot to do the last couple of weeks. No um, but I think the show is going to look really good and it's going to sound really good. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm starting to get excited about it. I'm, I'm less excited about. Um, trying to fit everything on the plane, but um, <laughs> but very excited about the show itself. Yeah, indeed, indeed, and, and that's the thing, right? Because you just postponed the la- last pos- um, time you postponed was only in March. Um, mm. So uh, you know, and to, to even rebook the venues uh, and get things working um, in such a short space of time, considering everybody's kind of trying to now hit the road, uh, booking out venues is quite difficult. Um, so that must have been a task in itself. Yeah, well, I guess, you, you know, our instincts haven't always been right uh, navigating this this thing, but I, I think they were pretty good the last time. We, we sort of, you know, we, we had a couple of options when the last um, cancellation happened. You know, we could have just cancelled or we could have, as some people have done, or we could have gone to, say, September which other people did because they were like, well, stuff it, let's just put it so far out <laughs> that this was surely going to be over. But uh, we just had a feeling that it was better to not not announce a date. Um, but we we did put these dates in, in May on hold because just having watched, um, you know, my, Jonathan, my friend, and is in the best, you know, they've just taught... Um, Europe and the and the US, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and watching how it went in other places, it was like, okay, well, actually, it might actually be one of these things where it's better to just turn it around sooner um, when you can. Um, so 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 we, yeah, we took that approach, and it, it was good to just once we were in Orange because most of the tickets are sold. Um, we're in a privileged position of, of being able to announce date and go, okay, you guys ready? Let's do it. Yeah. Next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's been 10 months since uh, Leave Love Out, Out of This was released, um, which is, you know, from, 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 from my point of view, your uh, most ambitious, complicated, and engaging album to date. Uh, you, you know, you left nothing out on this one. Um, so, how does the record sit with you now, you know, 10 months on? How do you feel about it? Oh, I feel great. Yeah, all all of those things. I think we did put we, we did put everything into it, and um, you, you know, it, I think it's an album that is worth a, a few tour cancellations <laughs> 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 and spending ten ten months on a release show for. Um, you, you know, not not to say we've been able to do plenty of other things in our lives um, during that other time as well, but um, 
no, I'm, I'm kind of glad that I've, I've taken the time, and, I, and and you know, it it feels like something that that's worth the time to pour over as well. And gosh, I'm just uh, we're, we're really lucky, really, because we got to release it in such a good time yeah. um, when when we were very aware of how lucky we were to be able to go and do things and, and do shows and, and that sort of thing. And um, we even got it. You know, I got it to the vinyl presses. Um, probably, if I'd have got it to them a few weeks later, a month later, um, it, it may have just never arrived. <laughs> um, so, so it feels good to have things like you know the deluxe edition with a with a, an extra seven inch and all those kinds of things. It's um, it's a real achievement to pull it off, so I feel good about it. Yeah, oh, pr- the vinyl pressing presses have been working overtime um, for everybody. Like it's crazy. Uh, the yeah, the yeah, list. yeah. But uh, mostly for bands that can sell ten thousand <laughs> records. Yes, this is true. <laughs> and so if you if you're only making a thousand or five hundred, um, that's where it becomes so difficult at the moment. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I always, I always say to, to for friends. You know, you don't have to make vinyl. It, it, you know, it, it's a lovely, lovely thing to have. But, um, gosh, the, there's so much pressure to make vinyl, and, and but the the equation is not that great. Yeah. Um, when you take into account the shipping and and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I'm v- very lucky and thankful to have it. It's a it's a special and mystical thing that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> um, you have released um, Lockheed Bomber off, off the record as a single, uh, a track that's about the 1940 Canberra air disaster, an event that had uh, widespread implications in the Australian political scene uh, and led to another disaster, the uh, Liberal Party of Australia. Um, depending on how you look at things. Um, what happened um, in that, and how did that tragedy get on your radar and form the base of a track? Um, it, it was funny. I I had the finger-picking pattern, and I, I had the germs of the song, and um, I had this line about a Lockheed bomber, and... Um, and then I just did a cursory look around for a story, and um, and lo and behold, this was here, and it was kind of perfect. And um, and then the song kind of grew around what happened. Um, the Minister for Aviation, James Fairburn, in Australia at that time, he he was a you know he had fought in the First World War, come home, he had a lot of money, and. Like a lot of people in the early, you know, early aviation people, um, they they tended to get quite obsessed with flying, yeah. and um, and and a lot of them died in accidents because it was the Wild West. You you wanted a plane, you just bought you just bought a plane and started flying it around. Um, and um, anyway, there's some speculation as to who was at the controls of this new plane from from America um, when it came down. And it came down with the Minister of Aviation, the, the, um, the Chief of Staff, the Government, and the Minister of, um, of War. <laughs> and, and so, you know, a huge, huge tragedy. Um, but, yeah, just a just really interesting... Story about hubris, I guess, and 
um, and our fascination with a, with a new technology, a new mm. toy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it uh, was very widely flown, that bomber. I think, you know, Air Force used it a lot. And it was, but it was based, well, I mean, it was the Mark II, so I don't know how closely it was um, to the Super Electra that it was originally based on the passenger plane. Um, right, yeah, yeah. Um, well, and, of course, they were using it as a, they were using it as a way to get get um, cabinet ministers and staff between between um, between the, the major cities. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, whether it was pilot error or just, you know, like you said, the new tech. But every, mm. you know, all these the wars, especially World, the World War One and World War Two, were um, led to so many crazy advancements so quickly, right? So, yeah. Uh, so these things must have been, um, hard, well, I don't know how, how heavily tested these things were. Yeah, well, the Mark II had a glitch. Yeah, um, it was difficult to land. It could, um, it, it could have sort of, as I understand it, it could sort of spontaneously turn off if you didn't do it right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's no fun. Um, right, uh, another um, great thing that's on the horizon—not just this tour, uh, but at the end of the month, or near the end of the month, I think on the twenty-second, uh, the Tate. Um, a prize for the album uh, will be uh, released. Um, what, what are your thoughts on the album format? You know, we're in a time of TikTok videos and, uh, you know, the single being the dominant form of, of musical digestion. Uh, so what is an album to you? Yeah, I, I, I love the album. and I, it's, still, it's still the main way I like to listen to music. I... I um I don't know. I, 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 for me, I, I still don't think the single still cut, really cuts it. You know, I, you know, I can, I can turn on, you know, the box that plays the the music on tap, and and it just, you know, it, there might be one single you like, and then the rest. I find it harder and harder, you know, unless it comes from someone like yourself or, or, or you know, someone I trust who's who's going to choose the music and put it in order. Um, I, I find myself less trusting of music I hear from streaming services. Um, I just there's something I resent about them kind of just um, using an algorithm to say we'll bet you like this. <laughs> yeah. um, I would much rather hear because you know the, the, the single's always been the hook. It used to be that the single was the hook to get you to listen to the whole album. Yeah. Now the single is the hook for the algorithm to send you a whole bunch more singles and, and just sort of keep you passively listening all day. Um, and I would much rather hear a single I love and then go and listen to a challenging album that's been built around that, you know, one or two hooky singles. Mm. Um, and, and, you know... M- Maybe be challenged and have a have a less kind of frictionless time, but but actually have an experience that um, an artist has, has wanted to craft, and um, I think there's still a place for that. I, I I think it's you now have to be a bit more active to listen to the album. You, you know, the streaming services aren't set up to make that the first thing that you go to do. Um, but you know, uh, you know, for that for that reason, I've I've been trying to get into the Bandcamp app a bit more this year, yeah, because um, that that really does focus on the album. And um, when, when this Tate list came out, I realised that I'd spent I had actually spent a lot of time with almost all of those albums, and I've since since caught up on the couple I hadn't. But um, 
you know, like uh, the Vera Allen album was really big for so me um, last year, you know, and it took a few listens too to kind of get into the world of uh, of that production. Um, but man, a couple of those songs are really moving. Um, mm. And it, it, it's, a, it's a rare and beautiful thing when you actually find an album that you can just listen to from start to finish. Indeed, indeed. That is an excellent album. It's a great example of um, the list, um, which is once again stacked, absolutely stacked with incredible work from, um, you know, some amazing musicians from Aotearoa. So um, it's uh, you must be proud to be on that list. Yeah, yeah. Re- re- really, um, really delighted to make the list. And um, yeah, I mean, it, it, there's brilliant albums in there, you know, Reb, Troy Kingy, and. Yeah. Um, um, Brooke Singer, who's our keyboardist and who is um, has just been through Dunedin with French for Rabbits, um, they made such a great album as well. Indeed, the overflow is, is excellent, absolutely excellent. And uh, I, I must do a little plug for um, the best uh, independent debut award, Radio One's very own Adelaide Cara, with uh, how. Oh, that's a great album. You yeah. know, it is a great album as well, and you know, um, and a really good example of a journey from start to finish. Yeah, indeed. That's right. And that's what that record is about. It's, it's mm. a proper, proper album. All right, um, so you're on stage here twice on Saturday. There's two shows. There's still tickets available for the first show, the early show. Um, so what are we going to see? On, on, you, you talked uh, briefly about um, lighting, a lighting map and uh, lighting design. So uh, what are we going to see in the show? Um, yeah, well, so we've got a, a five-piece band um, we are all a little bit hybrid um, human robots, kind of Robocop. We've nice. all been broken um, and, <laughs> and then made half human, half robot. Um, <laughs> you know, we're using a lot of technology from the late 1980s, um, but, you know, some along with some much more modern things and um, it's a modern kind of take on um, a way to use that sort of technology, and then we're travelling with a big, with a big lighting rig, um, and um, a lighting engineer and a sound engineer. Um, it's it's going to be a big show for the Port Chalmers Town Hall. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot to pack in, and we've got a lot of help to do it. Um, but I, I think it, I think it's going to be really special. Um, the the five o'clock show will be our second show of the tour. First one being um, Christchurch the night before. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, it was, it, it's always hard in Dunedin because it's really tricky to find a venue um, that's that's more than two hundred people. But um, it, it, so we thought, well, stuff it. We we, we love the Port Chalmers Town Hall, and we can run our own bar there, and um, and it means that we can put on a second show to, to um, catch a few more people. That's wonderful, that's wonderful. Um, what tickets uh, for the first show are still available, as you said before. You can get those from anthonytonin.com. Um, good luck getting everything on the plane. Thank you. <laughs> I don't like talking about planes when we just talked about a song about a plane disaster, but that's fine. You'll be right. <laughs> You'll be right. Uh, all right, uh, yeah, and we'll see you on stage this Saturday. We're going to play Lockheed Bomber now. Thank you so much for joining us, Anthony. Always a pleasure, my friend. Oh, thank you so much, Jamie. Yeah, we'll see you front and centre for Leave Love Out of This Tour uh, at Port Chalmers this weekend. Here it is, Lockheed Bomber, you're on the one.
That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. Find more at r1.co.nz.